Welcome to Mind of a Football Coach podcast, episode eight. We're going to talk about leadership, and uh, this will be available on iTunes and on Buzzsprout, and I'll also put it on my pod, my excuse me, my blog site, which is uh, zachdavis24.blogspot.com. It's been a little bit since I did my last podcast about process, and there's been some cool things that have happened uh, in our Riverside football program. Uh, We've gone through the preseason, had a really good preseason, uh, did really well in our scrimmages, and uh, we won our first game, 45-7, and the last night our JV won 28 to nothing, and not that we really ever talk about winning or losing in our, our football program. We talk about process and win the day, which is our program motto. But it's it's cool to see your young men achieve success. Uh, you know, I, it's it's important that we don't get caught up in, in outcomes, that we focus on, on process and day-to-day um, getting better. But it is, it is really neat to see young men be successful, you know, they're, they're happy. They, they, they like uh, being victorious. And, um, I think it's really neat that they get to see that because, you know, for a while this program had not, had not won. And now to see, um, our young men have success in the field is fantastic. Um, we also had a great turnout from our, our fans. Uh, when we scored our first touchdown, my wife said that, um, it's the loudest she'd ever heard our stadium. And another shout out to my wife, Emily. Uh, she <laughs> she was not out of not out of bed this morning when I got up at four forty five a.m. to get up to do this podcast. Uh, but she wanted me to know that um, she would not go back to sleep since I had gotten up to come to school to do, to do my podcast. So a shout out to Emily uh, this morning for putting up with my. Uh, my need uh, to do another podcast. I just felt the need to do one last night. And our topic today is going to be leadership. Um, what does that look like? Uh, how can how can we be better leaders as, as coaches and as teachers? And uh, that's a topic that you could probably do uh, multiple podcasts on. Uh, you know, we're going to do one on leadership. And then obviously, as I do more podcasts, we'll have That'll just be rolled into it because as a as a football coach and a teacher or a business person, right, out there listening in podcast land, if that's if that's even a word or real place, um, you know, leadership is an important thing for all of us. Um, you know, when you talk about about leadership, um, uh, the definition I'm looking I'm looking up here it says the action of leading a group of people. Or an organization, and another another couple definitions it um, is uh, the state or position of being a leader, and then the last one is the leaders of an organization, country, etc. You know, when you're when you're a leader, it's it's important that we understand our role is uh, to be the face of an organization, right? Uh, that we are we're pushing an organization forward. And um, I think this day and age, people are not 
overly comfortable being a leader. I think that in the age of social media, that uh, people do not want to be critiqued. They don't want people to say negative things about them. Uh, They don't want um, people to be able to post negative things that millions of people can see. Um, And unfortunately, I, I think that there are less people that want to be leaders because of the way our society is. Now, I think there are still plenty of people that are great leaders, and I I try to study a lot of them, Uh, but I see it in my classroom uh, in our school that sometimes it's tough to be a leader because it's easy to be a critic these days. Um, You know, anybody with a phone and fingers and a brain, right, can tweet or Snapchat or Instagram post or Facebook posts for the older crowd, um, you know, criticisms, things that are negative. Um, You know, obviously people still do post things that are positive, but the the negative definitely, definitely hurts. And and I think it makes people a little gun shy of of stepping out and and taking risks uh, because you can be critiqued so easily. Now, um, you know, my argument Against that is that I think leadership is a is is a fulfilling role um, in your life, right? It's something that fulfills you. Um, you know, if I couldn't be a, a football coach, I couldn't be a teacher. I don't know what I would do. And I think both of those uh, both of those roles are are leadership roles. That uh, if you know, you're if you're going to be a teacher, you're going to be a coach, you're going to be a business person. You're going to be somebody in upper management that you have to have some leadership qualities. Um, and I think that it's important that we build up people that are leaders because there is so much neg- negativity out there in social media land. Um, you know, that people who are leaders that uh, would come together and help each other understand how important it is to be a leader and that we would. Uh, you know, just have each other's backs that, you know, as, as a football coach, I know there's a, there's a fraternity among coaches that we, we help each other out, right? We, we're there for each other when, when things go crazy, right? When, um, you're, you're having maybe a rough couple games when maybe that one, that parent is breathing down your neck or there's something going on in, in, in your school life that you can talk to them and, um, I think that's that's really really important to us as leaders that we have people around us that we can uh, we can talk to right that we can uh, gain some insight and some wisdom some strength right and sometimes maybe some self critique right there are things that uh, that I need I need to do better right there are things other leaders need to do better and that we would always be willing to look um, at ourselves and go hmm. What could I do better in the future? Um, but I think it's important because I, all of us people, all people who are leaders, and I consider myself a leader, um, you know, we have to learn to be present and not perfect. Uh, that's something that Joe Madden said in a podcast I listened to a while back, that you have to be willing to be present and not perfect because 
you know, everything looks better in hindsight. Excuse me. You can make, always make better decisions in hindsight, right? That, you know, in football, there's a term Monday morning quarterback, right? Everybody has the answers on Monday after the game on Friday. Um, and yeah, of course, I mean, if you could, if you knew the future, you could be a heck of a football coach. You wouldn't, you'd probably never lose because <laughs> you, you would know exactly uh, what was going to happen in the game. Um, but unfortunately we do not have that ability. So we have to make the best decision possible. And that sometimes it works out and sometimes uh, it does not. But I think the, the important thing is that we put in the work necessary uh, to be able to make wise decisions. Uh, if you are not putting the work in, then sometimes, then maybe you, you still may be successful in whatever you're trying to do in life, but you can't sustain that success if you're not willing to put the work in. Um, you know, I, I love the podcast. I, I think it's great. I think you can do a, you can do this to help people, right? Maybe somebody who's listening, um, this will, this will help them with something going on in their life. But since school's in, it requires me to get up at 4:45 AM, uh, you know, and that, that's a, that's not easy, but it's something that was burning, you know, deep in my, my being deep in my soul to do this morning. And it would have been wrong for me not to do it. Uh, it would have been wrong for me not to podcast uh, this morning because it, deep down in in my being, my soul, whatever you want to call it, uh, I knew I needed to do a podcast on on leadership for uh, for my listeners, right? People that listen to podcasts, I, and I I think it's great that people do. I've I've had a bunch of people comment, you know, good, bad. Mostly the bad comes. Um, from people who are my, my friends and not like bad, but like good critique, like things I could do better, uh, which is good, which is awesome. You know, I, I think there's a difference between difference between critique, right. Um, and criticizing, like if you're critiquing somebody like that's helpful, but criticism without any helpfulness is no good. Um, you know, if you're just saying that's horrible, that's horrible, that's bad, you're terrible, Right, that's not that's not helping anybody. You know, as leaders, we are in charge of people, and the hardest thing to do is to change people's behavior. Um, and I think the easiest way to do it is to give people practical ways to improve. You know, say, hey, you're doing well at this, but let's try to improve this other area instead of saying. You're terrible. You suck. You can't do this. Um, and browbeating people because that's never going to get somebody to change the way they do things. Uh, as a football coach, my job, one of my jobs, is to help my players play the best they can on Friday nights. And you have to find what that is. Uh, you know, there's no book for that. <laughs> there's no, there's no video. You know, I, I often joke that. You know, being a head coach is like getting the test first and getting the lesson later because you get all these tests and these situations you have to figure out and go through. And then the lesson is after you have completed the test, after you have um, gone through and actually and gone through the experience. So, you know, as we we try to we try to help people become better, right, that, that are under us, 
it's important that we give them the tools to be better because, you know, one day I hope I have a bunch of assistant coaches that are head coaches that, um, you know, they see that, you know, we do this right as a, as a football program and they want to take our, our, uh, our way of doing things somewhere else, right? That they want to start their own um, football program. Um, you know, I think it's a, that's the same deal with uh, principals, right, who have teachers that want to go on and be principals or business people that have employees that want to be their own boss, right, that um, that's not a bad thing. You know, I, people, you know, sometimes they talk about loyalty. You need, you need to be loyal to this program. You need to stay here. Well, I don't, I don't think that's right. I think that um, if you're a good leader, that you're going to inspire people to want to do what you do, not to stay under you forever. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's a, you know, a, a way of thinking that um, is sometimes unique, right? You know, a lot of times I hear people say, oh, you know, I want to go be somewhere for 30 years and be in this job and be loyal. And that's fine for them. That's good. That's cool. That's not my path. I've been to a bunch of different schools, um, you know, trying to learn and gain uh, wisdom and knowledge. And then I wanted to become a head coach. I wanted to be a head coach by, before I was 30. Um, and I made it by about six months, <laughs> less than six months. I became a head coach at 29 and a half. Um, so, you know, we as leaders need to prepare our, you know, for me, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, um, assistant coaches to be head coaches, right? To try to mold them into uh, somebody that can be a be an effective head coach. Because I had people that that did that for me. I had people that invested in me, uh, showed me how uh, to do it right. Um, you know, and there were people that I I, I learned <laughs> um, by watching them do it. And I went, Hmm, that's how I don't want to do it. Right. Um, I think we, you always need to take positives and negatives from every job you have. Um, you know, take things that, Oh man, I like that. I would, I would take that and, and use that. And then have things you say, Hmm, I, I don't know about that. I don't know. That's a, that's a good idea. I would not want to do that. Um, as, <clears throat> as a leader, so as we as we go forward in our, our leadership journey, whatever avenue of life you may be in, is that teacher, is that coach, is it doctor, is it lawyer, is it business person, right? That we would bring people along with us. There's a there's a picture that you can see on social media and one and it has two different like pictures side by side and and one says boss, and it's this guy sitting like on this chair, and he's like driving people forward. And one says leader, and the leader is in front pulling this load that these people are carrying up this hill with them. And, you know, if you're a leader, <coughs> excuse me, it's, it's important that um, we set the tone, right, that we are the people working the hardest, that we are the people who are there first that we you know, usually end that we usually leave last that we don't just tell people what to do that we show them 
how to do it. And, um, you know, all those things are, are time tested, right? That those are base notes. Uh, those are things that have been said for a long, long, long time. But I think it's important that we always come back to that because the path to success is well worn. Um, and what I mean by that is I, I think in this society of, Hey, do your own thing, do what you want. You know, um, there's all sorts of paths to success, you know, personal freedom. And listen, I'm all for personal freedom. I'm all for, um, <coughs> for, um, you know, personal expression. But if you want success, you know, especially in my profession, football, that path is well-worn. There are not many avenues to get there. Um, you have to be great in the weight room, have to be great on the practice field, have to be great in the classroom, right? Your football players need to be great students, and then that will lead to playing great on Friday nights. And But there's not all these ways of doing that, right? There's a set path that you have to follow to be good. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't believe in gimmicks, right? I, I just don't, I don't believe in that. I don't think as a leader, you should be into gimmicks, you know, things that just give quick success, but they don't last. Um, things that are not time tested. I'm, I'm a big believer that I, I'm not going to do something, uh, unless I have researched it and I've seen other people have success with, with it or some form of, of it, whether that's offense, defense, special teams, right. Program organization. Um, you know, some things I'm an original thinker on uh, in different parts of our program, but the things that are bedrocks of our program, I think you have to lean on people that came before you and stand on the shoulders of giants that, um, there are people who have shown us the way how to do things. And it would be foolish of us not, not to uh, gain wisdom from people smarter than us. I think the downfall of many leaders, especially football coaches, is trying to reinvent the wheel and not put in the work. People that look for shortcuts, right, will always find themselves at dead ends, um, there is no shortcut to success. There isn't. Um, and this is from a guy that went 0-10 his first football season as a head coach. But that taught me what I already knew, right? It just reaffirmed the lesson that there are no, no shortcuts. And you have to do it the right way. And sometimes it takes time, Um you know, and we're climbing here, man. We are, we played our best game we've ever played since I've been here last Friday. And I expect us to play better and better and better. And I know we will, um, but there is no shortcut. Like I told our guys in our team meeting, uh, yesterday, as we watched film that this win started in February of 2015 at our first weightlifting session uh, that we ever had in my tenure here as the head football coach that, you know, people on social media, right. People in the paper, you know, think, Oh man, like this is, this just happened, right? This is overnight success. No, like nobody saw besides the coaches and players that were there, all the off season weightlifting sessions, 
right? All the summer, all, you know, the winter off-season, spring off-season training sessions or the summer sessions, right? Or the summer practice during the three-week period. Nobody nobody saw that. That's, that's where that win came from Friday night was all those years of work, right, for these seniors who have been here, right, and then practice during the week. I compare a – you know, a football programs like an iceberg. What people see on Friday nights is a very, very small percentage of what you actually do during the season. You know, they, they see a couple hours on Friday night, but you know, what really matters is all the work that leads that leads up to that. And um, I think that's a, that's a great life lesson that if you're you're living for um, the praise. Or just the tip of the iceberg, the the experience where people tell you, "Oh, great job! You're the best." You're gonna. That's not gonna be a very meaningful existence uh, for for you, for for me, um, because sometimes you're gonna win, sometimes you're gonna lose, and you can't live and die on people's praise or their negativity. You have to know that um, what I'm doing is meaningful because of the work that I am putting in and the work is what always makes it meaningful. Um, you know, wins and losses come and go, but like my man Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, uh, the work is what made his life meaningful. It's what makes our lives meaningful as well. Uh, thank you for, for listening. I uh, hope you, you gain something from this podcast. I will put this up shortly and, uh, may my football coaches out there, uh, have a great week this week of practice and have do a great job Friday night motivating and coaching their young men. Thank you for listening.